Dude, I grew up with a mom who would say my full name if I was in trouble for something, oh, like yeah, Andrew Douglas Wilkerson Jr. So for me, any form of official communication, I'm like, I'm about to catch an ass whooping somehow. Somehow. I'm getting hit with something, dude, whether it's like a wrench or a subpoena. Something bad's about to happen. everybody, welcome to the X5 Podcast. I'm your host, David Lynham. Joined here today with the Casio Kid, Jeff Allen, our buddy Terry Sharp, and Cobra Mike's in the building tonight, and we have a very special guest. AJ Wilkerson's in the house today. Welcome. Okay. I do this same thing you do. I was wondering if I'm afflicted with your same affliction, because I'm constantly doing this all the time, and it drives everybody crazy. I'm like, listen... I'm always cold. We keep it in here. We keep it like way too cold in here for the 4K cameras that we have in here. Okay, they, well, like the leg bouncing alone, <laughs> maybe not. But the leg bouncing and the cold thing, because there is like a, I, I have that also. I have like a body temperature modulation problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on yeah. top, like one of those things, like literally so bad where like doctors have checked. They're like, it's not low iron. And it's like, no, I know. I'm just a frigid bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, that's, I mean, you're two for two so far, dude. By the time this podcast is over, I'll have a diagnosis. That's how it works. Yeah, man. We caught you on I'll Fully Loaded Festival. How did you get on that Fully Loaded Festival date? Um, By accident. No <laughs> shit. No shit. Um, like- I opened for Bert last year i went on tour with him when he was doing the birdie boy relapse tour like last like november december yeah um did a week on the bus with him had a good time um got sent a bunch of dates i was supposed to go like back on tour with him like the first half of this year um and then just they just kept adding like so many people that it kind of got like lost in the sauce a little bit yeah yeah sure um and then for fully loaded, I came with a bunch of the people from Zanies just as like a guest, just to hang out with everybody. Yeah. Say hi. And when Bert saw that I was there, he was just like, dude, fucking do you want to do the show? And I was like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just got kind of thrown in thrown it. in there. Is that yeah. nerve wracking going up first on that festival? Uh yes and no. The the only thing I was like we in my head about a little bit was uh I realized like not everybody was in their seats yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, I don't know how this is, but it was fine. You didn't have to adjust your act for a for a room that big for the A little bit. I kinda I had to remind myself I had to go slower. Yeah. A little bit. Like I didn't get to I pretty sure I didn't get to finish the last joke I was telling. Like I just reached a stopping point and I was like, this will work. Yeah, I got a good <laughs> laugh. It's time to get out of your head. Yeah. It was great, um, man. Yeah, it was a great way to start off the show. And I'd never heard of you before. And I thought, man, this is awesome. And then you booked a return date back here in Huntsville. That's great. Yeah, that's just good marketing. You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, you just were in front of 6,000 people. Maybe a couple of them will show up. Let's yeah. see. You know? Yeah, you only need a few hundred to fill up that room. Yeah. Is your date tonight? 
It's tonight, yeah. Is it awesome? Have you played that room before? Is this your first time? Uh, I've featured there with Jason Muse, and then oh, yeah. me and my buddy Jake went back and did like a we do like a two man show. Um, like we travel together a lot. We've done hundreds of shows together at this point. We're best friends, so we go on stage together sometimes and do like a back and forth like kind of crowd work, bumping mics, like kind of oh, live right. show. Who's that, Jake? Who? Jake Rubel. Oh yeah. Nice. Um so we call that show Shake and Jake. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <Yeah. laughs> so how so how many how many of the Burt Chrysler shows did you have you done? Was that it or have you done more? Uh I did those 5 with him last year and then fully that fully loaded show. Yeah. Here. So yeah, that's it so far. You still based in Florida? No, I actually just finished moving, like moving, moving to Nashville. I have a place in Nashville. Now. Oh, nice. So, isn't it crazy how that has become a comedy hotbed, man? It's just so centrally located, dude. It's I didn't realize like how many, like, I don't know, like legendary names and like big comics were there. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, Nate Bergazzi. Yeah, like Nate Dusty. Um, like Josh Wolf, like he's a, I like Josh. Yeah, John Chris, like all of these people are here. Chris lives there. I didn't know that. I mean, he's a zany's got. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he'll pop yeah. in sometimes on a Monday night, and you know, same thing with like Theo, Nate, all of those guys. Like it's you know, like Steve Byrne. It's where all of these guys are working out. So you're seeing some of the best. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Yeah, kind of. Elbow rubbing, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Networking, man. Networking. Yeah. Makes you get better, too, I'm sure, going up after and before these guys, knowing that they're on the bill, you know? Is that where you go to work kind out of, stuff? Yeah. Oh, the like a couple weeks ago at Zany's, I did a, like, Zany's All-Stars, um, which is, like, another, like, just, like, it's an open mic for working comics, just working out new material, and I had to follow Nate. Oof. So I was like, all right, let's... Here we go. All right. <laughs> with new material, basically. With new, literally yeah. with new material. Yeah, I yeah like, I mean, aren't right, you hesitant let's... to try new material in that instance? You're like, oh, I got to do some shit that well, works. Well, but that's that's what makes Zany's like such a good comedy spot. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's because yeah. it's like, all right, if you're willing to risk it and do new material in this spot and get it to work, then you know it's going to work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You they know? do the all-star show and then they have a separate new material Monday or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, but same thing. Like there's multiple nights where we, like people can pop in and like do that kind of work. Like just work out the new stuff, close out a new material Monday. Yeah. Talk with all those guys in the green room. Like whoever happens to be there that week. It's killer stuff, man. Yeah. So you went from Florida to Nashville or you, where, where's I your... was all over, dude. I lived in a van for like 18 months, lived in Kansas city for like a year and a half. Um, you've been doing comedy how long? <laughs> four years, four years, four years. Dude, that's, Damn, you're, you're good. smoking it in four God, years. God, no kidding. Oh, knock it off. You no. Stop it. You stop. stop it. <laughs> Dude, I just started a few months ago. I've been a lifelong musician just trying to get into it. So I'm eating shit at all the open mics, figuring it out. And I finally had a good set two nights ago, like a set that I was proud of, like a five-minute set where I was loose and I finally 
felt like I got over a little bit of a hump. I'm sure in five years I'll look back at it and be mortified of that fucking set, you know? Dude, right. I look back at stuff I did a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you did great at fully. How'd loading. you end up at Kansas City? That's not a comedy hotbed. Uh you know what? During COVID, it kind of was. Oh, during a, COVID. Yeah, because there's a there's like a locally owned club, like the Comedy Club of Kansas City, and yeah. then there's the KC Improv, and there's a bunch of like underground and like indie kind of shows. So there's a lot going on. Plus, it was so centrally located at the time. I was still doing like the van thing, going out on like kind of just road trips and hitting everything I could, coming back. Um, so it just kind of really worked out for a little while until it didn't. And then like headed back this direction and finally found like a, a spot I'm going to be at for a while in Nashville. So you started, you said you start, did you start comedy in Florida? Oh, I started in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I Where, started, uh, in Gainesville. What rooms yeah. were you working in that area? Uh, I was, it was a comedy group called keg of laughs. That had like these like showcase shows in like World of Beers, you know, like doing like the like the conference like birthday rooms, like those little side oh, room free places. ticket shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Nobody has um, money tied up in the show, and they're talking. During yeah, the, like yeah. the bar pays like a flat rate for the comedy show to happen. <laughs> yeah. People show up, they drink or whatever. You get you know your twenty bucks whatever for your spot. Um. But yeah, I started like with that and like these little open mics, but that group had like a writer's workshop like on Sundays where we'd go back to that same room and you could just go up with just the comics and like work on new material and get, get feedback and kind of stuff like that. And it was ran by this old like road comic, Bob, um, Bob Smith, who had like done it for like 30 years been all over the place and then just retired came back home started like these showcases in this writers group and a couple months into like doing these showcases and stuff he just like pulled me aside and was like you know you could like do this like if you wanted to like for a living and i was like <laughs> okay <What>? buddy <laughs> sure <laughs> you sure like yeah and then uh i don't know like just good things kept happening, kept happening. And I was like, all right, maybe I can like for real do this, quit my job to try and do comedy full time. And then COVID happened. And then, yeah. What were you, so, what, what were you, what were you doing before comedy? Uh, I had gotten my bachelor's degree in graphic design. Um, and so I had been the last couple years before COVID, I'd been working from home doing graphic design work for like a, like a sales and marketing yeah. company. Wow. So yeah, I had already gone full like hermit, like retreat. <laughs> like <laughs> your family had to think you were batshit crazy to quit that job <laughs> and like I'm gonna go live in a van and do comedy. Believe it or not. What? No. <laughs> you got no talking to Bob. Like no no voice of concern at all. Like uh we're a bit troubled that no, you're No, but uh, like again, my whole family is batshit crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, they're from you know Florida. I mean? So it was like I literally I sat my parents down before I started and I was like, hey, look, this is because I started stand up um basically because a therapist 
my therapist was like, hey, you have like the, all this creative shit going on in your brain that is applying pressure to the executive functioning part of your brain. Right. And you got to like get some of this shit out of there. Like you need like a, <laughs> like a relief valve. Right. And at the time, I was already like spending all of my like outside of my regular job hours. I wanted to uh, make like a like an animated series. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was trying to teach myself like storyboarding and mm -hmm. sc like screenwriting and all of this other stuff and like animation. And she's like, so you put like extra hurdles between you and the thing that you actually need. So like if you strip that down, what is it you want? Like you like about like wanting to do this thing? And it was making people laugh. She's like, duh, open mic. So, yeah. so, and so she gave it to me basically as like a social, like social experiment homework. Yeah. And boom. Yep, there you are. Florida comedian lives in van to turn his stand-up comedy dream into reality. <laughs> well, you yep, were on the news. Was, you were on the news, man. Her. Oh, all that old R.I.P. <laughs> the van? What happened that to it? Man, Let's uh, hear. <laughs> it just died. The transmission went out on it. It was a 1987 GMC Safari. Uh, and because it was a Safari, uh, I named it Bendy. <laughs> like, uh, like a Bendy Irwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, yeah, the transmission went out on it. And you left and, it where? Uh, what city did it get left? Uh, it died and like broke down in Kansas City, and I it stayed there just parked for months and months and months and months and months. And then right before I moved, uh, I ended up just uh, like scrapping it. Yeah. Yeah. They... R.I.P. Bendy. Look, it's, it's making Bindi. him sad. Thanks for bringing <laughs> it up. <laughs> Way to go, Dustin. Yeah. Like an old lover. <laughs> you have no idea how many times I came inside her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is it on a flat, man? Why did they show it in that capacity? Yeah, yeah that? dude, you just show her just going out on a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> That, oh, that makes it way weirder it? that the last thing I said was how many times I came in her because yeah. now it's like implying that she was dead. Uh, why would you guys put me in this situation? So, this, so you had. Why many, are you making it more autistic than it is? So you had many nights where a girl would like follow you back into your van and you no. close a deal in that thing. Man, you oh, were, oh, you no, just been jerking I off. I would just jerk off, dude. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm a socially awkward loner who's living in a van during a pandemic. I, was I, was, I thought you were closing up. deals in there, man. I don't you appreciate that. No, dude, I was closing the windows. <laughs> he was closing the windows. I, I appreciate your optimism. You're like, so many girls were in there, right? And he's like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Yeah, no. <laughs> you have read the room wrong, my friend. Yeah, the fact that you assumed, you're like, yes, yeah, so you were like hooking up in that, right? And it's like, no, if you I'm have that level of charisma, dude, that's one check in the negative for the autism. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I just... so did you come in it after it died? <laughs> oh. I'll plead the fifth. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, I just trying to picture a girl going. Hold on, go back, go back. This is a weird thing. <laughs> on that video, like it showed like a close up of like one of the back corners of the van right there. Okay. That is. <laughs> What's this? That is like the back corner of like the fiberglass top where it was like attached to the roof of the van. Uh -huh. It was leaking. <laughs> it leaked like since the day I got it. Didn't realize it until we had already like built 
the inside. Right. And so then we were, that was the, like a redneck, like Florida man fix for trying to get it to stop leaking. <laughs> Your family's then like, let like, us take that wheel like, on this. Like, so we literally, it was like this, like, like tar like gorilla glue patch thing <laughs> and then sprayed over that with like the flex seal, flex seal baby. yeah that uh, is, that's the dude, most fuck that guy in that boat dude that, <laughs> i would not trust that boat because <laughs> <laughs> i flex sealed that roof of that van and then got waterboarded every <laughs> night that it rained i'm gonna tell you something that's the most florida shit i've ever seen Dude, I, it, it literally. looks like duct tape and flex. I was like, please. Tell it's me basically, that. yeah. What made you get good so caulk. quick? Was living in that van part of the part of the drive that got you good quick? Uh, I think it was that. I think it was um, like when I was when I like first started, like literally, um, like a month, maybe five weeks in, when he pulled me aside and was like, "You could like legit make a run at this." I immediately started taking it serious. Yeah. Like like I every mic I could get to, like I was driving like three, four hours to different cities just to go do like open mics. Yeah, that's what that's what like I'm doing uh now. yeah, like there was this weird there was this weird run you could do uh in Florida for a while where you could do um Orlando like do a mic, then drive all the way up to Daytona, do a mic, then come back to Orlando and catch like another late night mic. So just three mics all in a in one, uh, in one night. Wow. And yeah. So yeah, just hitting all of the different cities. And then there was like this uh like comedy promoter that had like these different rooms where he had like like bar shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Um Alex Soto. Shout out Alex Soto in Central Florida. Yeah. And uh all these different rooms, like are in all of the little cities, like around the villages. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? But it was literally this little loop where you could go do like a 20 minute, like feature spot on his show, and you could do like four or five shows in a week and then just like circle back around because it was like, it was like 28 shows spaced out in like 12 different venues wow. across like a month. So I just started getting those longer spots and just started figuring out like, okay, I have like this bit of material. I have like this bit of material. I have this bit of material. And all and that shit was running during COVID, right? They were still running them. Oh COVID. yeah, dude. Florida was they just didn't shut give down. They didn't give a shit. Yeah. Wait, they didn't have it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, dude. They never did like, we yeah. dude, have COVID in Florida like, was yeah. shorter than Hanukkah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> COVID in Florida. So when did it, so when did it get serious from the open mics to where, like, when did it get serious? <laughs> Pretty uh pretty quick yeah uh i so when i quit the my i was maybe like seven eight months into comedy when i quit my job wow um and then the next month lockdown started uh i had gotten booked with this like regional tour company kind of thing this like entertainment group that was doing like a variety show tour it was like musicians and like a like a spoken word poetry guy yeah. and i was like the comedian um and we had moved me and a couple other guys had moved to this house in tallahassee they had like rented for the duration of the tour so we could all like rehearse and stuff together and all of that and then lockdown started the tour got canceled and that's when i was like living in that house I was like well sh like once the like the lease on this place is over, I gotta find a place to live during mm -hmm. lockdown. And I was like, all right, well, I gotta, I gotta go for it, I guess. So that's when I bought the van, did that whole thing, and 
just hit the road, just like found like one city started opening up. Like I just found anything that was going and just were a lot of the open mics in Florida, just like three other comics, your audience. Like that's what, that's what it is uh, like in Birmingham a lot. Sometimes depending on the show and they're not listening at all. So how the <laughs> fuck do you know if something lands? That's what, that's the big problem. I mean, it's a rep. Oh, yeah. But it's like doing a rep to a tree because nobody's really listening. You know? Well, I think that's like learning like the flexibility of like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to do like material. There's so few people here. I have to like talk to these people. Right. So that, I don't know. Like there's that kind of thing. But I don't know. Some of the shows in Florida, like those bar shows were usually pretty good. Like you'd normally at least like a dozen people or so. Yeah. Um. That's enough. That's enough. God, um, some of these mics I do, I would love yeah. a dozen. And then some of these, like some of those like smaller, like those bar gigs with like Alex Soto, it'd be anywhere from like 30 to 80 people. Yeah. You know, pretty good room. Yeah. Um, And that, like that was one of the things he was good at, like finding rooms that he could fill and then filling those rooms. Yeah. So it, every show felt sold out. Um. And so you were just, I was just running material and just doing shit. And I think it's that, like, just the, it's the ADHD, it's the autism and the hyper focus and, like, the, like, intense, like, hobby. Yeah. And then, like, combined with, like, the ADHD, like, oh, we can speed this up. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just, I just kept writing and kept going and kept, like, figuring stuff out and just yeah you had a good stop. you had a good pacing in Huntsville and I was noticing that uh I was just wondering if 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 you went through that with open mics in the beginning if, if Florida mics were you know two to three people it's like it is there there are a lot of mics like that but I I think that like that's what happened with me is in Florida there are a lot of showcase shows where it's like better crowds better comics and you're doing like 10 to 12 to sometimes like 15 minute spots as opposed to like five minute spots or whatever and open mic spots. So I think I, I like jumped over like regular open mics so quickly and got, went straight to those Look kinds of flexing over here. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was just, it was uh like the Roy Wood Jr. said this and it was the best like comedy advice I'd ever heard like from anybody, but it was, you can skip a lot of like time developing uh based on how much time you spend writing so it was okay if i had an idea i'd like come up with something for that idea and like try it immediately yeah and it it got to the point where i was like oh i've written i've done this so many times like right away i know like 75% of the time what's going to work versus what isn't yeah and then once you realize you're like, oh, like my batting average is higher than I thought it was. And then you just, okay, all right. And then you just keep going. And you've got a solid hour now that you're. Dude, I just filmed my first hour uh, June 30th and July 1st. So like a month Woo. ago. Yeah, I filmed my first hour in St. Pete. We saw that. That gives me hope, dude. That gives me so yeah. much hope to see how quick. Well, we've well. seen we've seen you. Let's pump your brakes. Um, <laughs> let's don't let's don't slow, strap your rocket down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, weigh him down. Well, actually, Henry Cho gave him the same kind of confidence when he came in here, being so quick with his career. Yeah. You're, the se- you're the second. You're the second comedian that we've had in here that had a career that kind of went that quick 
most of them that we talk to, it's like, man, I've been doing this shit for 36 years, you know, but you're the second comedian Dude, we've had in here where it happened so quickly. One of the first, the first or second time I was ever at Zany's, I got like a 20 minute lecture about how Jeff Foxworthy's career basically started overnight. Yeah. And they were like, so. Be funny, monkey boy. <laughs> You're actually behind, AJ. Yeah, apparently, dude. <laughs> Pick it up, man. Pick it up. I one of guess, my one of my dude. first lectures I got when I started was uh, we were in Atlanta, and you've seen the comedy scene. There's a lot of comics that the man's holding them back, and uh, they don't need to do the clubs. They want to do all the underground bars because the clubs don't get them, and the man don't get them, and you start. You know, you start, especially when you start having a string of good shows, you go, why aren't they moving me up? I need to be up. It's just an ego thing. And um, one time, the, the shout out to Chris DePetta, who managed Foxworthy and Billy Gardell and a bunch of yeah Ron White and everybody, owns the Punchline in Atlanta. And he did an all call to all the guys that were coming to open mics and all the showcases, all of us. All the contest dudes, anybody that considers himself an Atlanta area comic that's starting out, come. And so we all show up like a Wednesday night, and we're excited. I'm like, he's going to tell us how much we're kicking ass. We're like probably. <laughs> you think that's what the powwow's yeah, probably, coming? Probably we're the best crop of comics to ever come through here. You know? There's like yeah. 50 of us yeah. in the club. They just called this emergency <laughs> meeting yeah. to tell us how great we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to go exactly like and it, that. I'm tracking. <laughs> and everybody's in here like, he's probably going to like crown one of us champion or something. You know? Just, yeah. Oh, just, you don't have anxiety i get it you don't have anxiety dude i grew up with a mom who would say my full name if i was in trouble for something oh, like yeah, andrew douglas wilkerson jr so for me any form of official communication i'm like i'm about to catch a ass whooping somehow somehow i'm getting hit with something dude whether it's like a wrench or a subpoena something bad's about to happen i did feel like it was the old cops episode where they told them they all won free tvs and it was all the people that had oh warrants. yeah they were arrested so they all showed up for their free tv and they're like you all have warrants you're under arrest like, yeah. what uh but we got there and he goes all right raise your hand raise your hand if you have the majority of your income coming in from something other than stand-up comedy and like everybody and then he goes okay well y'all have a hobby Stand-up comedy is your hobby. Right. You're not a comedian yet. And everybody, oh, this went sour fast. Right. This is, we're not winning anything. No, no trophies. Uh, but it was, but it was okay. one of those moments where you go, okay, I got it. Okay, but that's the kind of shit that made me, like, I was like, okay, if, I want, if I'm going to be a comedian, I have to be a comedian. I have yes. to survive on what I can make as a comedian. And I think that, like, literally making it like a survival tat, like, you have to get good at comedy or die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you, you don't start that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that might have had something to do with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but it, you know, we did not, you you could see some dudes getting all oh, who's he to tell? I'm like, he's the exact the exact guy that should tell you that. He's, right, he's been with Foxworthy and Ron White and Billy Gardell and a myriad list of everybody. It's like he 
He's doing this to help you. To yeah, he's giving you a put dose you in check of, a and dose, go, a dose here's of truth. a kick in the ass, like you said. Till you're surviving on it, you have a hobby. Yep. And you're not going to take it. You know, as musicians, if if you're if you have a nine to five job, yeah, more than likely you're not putting one hundred percent into yeah. music and you're you're not gonna fight for it. You're not gonna be on the phone every day going, I gotta have a gig. I gotta because when I you know, when I first started doing comedy, you would I would book, you know, three months out, and then you think, All right, I'll book something before three months is over. And yeah. then three months gets you, you go. I have nothing on the calendar. This is right. Really I've got to drive to Nebraska <laughs> and come back. And so you 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 figure out I've it's on me. I got to start hustling. And I get like you said, I got to start material. I got to start writing. It's a crazy day. How's your writing style? Do you keep notes? Do you are you doing recordings or uh, what do you do? Um, I have it has changed and evolved. And I feel like it's 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 keep it'll always change. Yeah, it'll be different also, next year. ADHD, dude. I do all of it, yeah. dude. I'll write myself like little notes. I'll make like little note cards with like just the subject on it, and then like look at it later and be like, "I have no idea what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> what that is." I'll leave myself voice memos, like in my watch or in my phone. I'll just like do a voice memo, just saying the joke out loud. Um, and it's it's a lot more of that. Like it's definitely evolved to be a lot more of that. It's like, oh, I had the idea. Say it again in here, and then maybe say it a couple different times in a row, and be like, ooh, that uh, it feels good when I say it that yeah. way. Well, let me tell you what don't work is writing one word down thinking you're going to remember what it's about. Yeah, I did that the other day. I came up with this hilarious fucking bit. And I just wrote the word down, and then two days later, I was like, "All right, let's work on this." Yeah, and no. I was like, "What the fuck was this? Socks? What? What? I just write down socks." Yeah, until you know it, like basically verbatim, and can identify like the whole bit by that yeah. one word. That is what you're doing is not stand. That is like that is improv. <laughs> you're playing. That's you're playing work. like charades. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might as well ask the crowd. Just throw like, out a word. Socks. Yeah, yeah. Huh? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I thought I would remember it. I, I, you know, I, I'm just learning, living in socks. Uh, everybody's got feet. Uh. <laughs> Clap if you're wearing Clap socks. Say, make some noise if you got socks. <laughs> make, make some Give noise. Give it up for you. socks, everybody. <laughs> make some noise if you got feet. <laughs> Dustin, you got some stuff. Yeah, Dustin had some oh, stuff. Oh, what do we got seen. here? What is this? Oh, have y'all seen this guy? Uh-uh. He, uh, I believe it's fourteen grand he spent on a this dog suit. That's a man in a dog suit. That no, it's a, not. Yep, that is a man in yeah. a dog suit. Yeah, yep. look at him. Oh, no, it's shit. not. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's like okay, fourteen see it, grand, man. and uh, that's all he does. It, he, it bothers me that it took you that long to realize. <laughs> <laughs> I have several dogs. He's like, he's me. like, I've been fooled before. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel guilty now that it took me that long. I see oh, that there's no thing in the face. You've definitely petted some furries, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make sure my dogs are fucking Look real. That dog, he doesn't want. <laughs> dude, how terrifying would that be? <laughs> it's just like, been my wife oh, dressing up. If you up were a one? blind person and that guy got a job as your seeing eye dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about David going Dude, if you were blind, shit. how would you know? You wouldn't. Yeah. Now you judge he goes, he's furry. He's the right height. He's making okay. his mouth move. 
Why is he on a? He's on a cart. <laughs> oh. I really feel stupid now. I really I'm imagining you going home today and checking all of your dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. So my, so, so my que- yeah, my question is: is how are you going to check? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Where's know. the zipper? Yeah. Say something, bro. <laughs> Say something. <laughs> Honey, I know you're in there. If you speak, I'll give you an extra treat. <laughs> Just say hello if you're really. A Japanese man spent two million yen to become a dog. Two million yen. What's that equate to? Seventeen dollars. Seven, seventeen. Oh, I cents. got fucked over in Japan on the yen. I tried to. Uh, <laughs> what I did, a headline, right? Dude, that's, did, the, yeah, that's what they don't tell you. That's the yang, dude. You get the yen, you get the yang, dude. I, I, I bought a belt, and it said seventy. There we go. Fourteen. I was close. You were right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tried to buy a belt. You were too $7. close, dude. Yep. Like, oh, uh, I read the story. Like you've googled that procedure <laughs> before. <laughs> All right, you can pull it down. It's starting to creep. You just toss any yen figure at me. I got it. Uh, Casio is is half Japanese. Toko. His name's Toko. Yeah. Does it say Toko or Taco? It's <laughs> so creepy. Take that. Where back. does he yeah. use the it's bathroom at? Su- oh man, we need I to mean, show him pooping. Yeah. Oh, do they have video of this? There he is. He's, is he trying to climb up or is he trying so- to piss? <laughs> Somebody like a, needs a, to stitch together video of this dog man <laughs> with video of that lady from the airplane going, that motherfucker's not real. <laughs> <laughs> the poor dog walks like it's got spine problems. Holy, that's the biggest mystery of the internet that we've never found that girl. Oh, the one on the plane? Yeah, the one that says that motherfucker's not real. That nobody can find her. So isn't it? Isn't what? the story? Isn't the story She's, that nobody can identify her? So the story is, isn't it, that she was in the back of a plane and like she swears to God that there was a lizard person in the back, like their mask slipped off and there was an alien on the plane. Is that not the? Story? I don't know about that much detail, there it but is. she did say that. Uh, yeah, he's not real. Yeah, I didn't see this. Oh yeah, you she, haven't seen her. I mean, I'm oh, in my what? phone way too much, way too much, think, and I still never see man, this. Man, buddy, you've never have seen you, this. AJ, and you don't know there's humans. Have, you, have you seen this? Dog videos, man. He's busy. Have you seen this, AJ? Have oh, you seen I've this? seen this. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen like the full version of it, but I've seen it. Let's see. They believe it, or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f**ks, but I am telling you right now. Oh, I've that seen this. Back there is not real. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, so, she says there's an alien in the back of the plane or somebody that was sitting next to her. So she freaks out. There's a guy on uh, she straight up final de- destination that was like, <laughs> you got to let me off this plane. Yeah. She was ready to open the door in the air to get off that plane. Dude, did you see that happened recently? Yeah, where they got like opened a the door. Flight in like ch- they say it's impossible somewhere to do that. Somewhere, some other no, country. No, he did it. Somebody opened the damn door on the airplane as it was flying. You could see the front, like the people yeah. standing there like, just like. They, I guess it wasn't man. like it hadn't reached like a high enough altitude to like the depressurize the oh, yeah, plane. Oh, so they were able to land, like emergency land it. Yeah, yeah. So that was the only thing that What are we doing? Just them. holding on as the wind blows through? Uh, there's Everybody a video. There's a video. See if you can find that video, Dustin. It's uh the guy opens door on airplane. Oh my God! Well, guess what? He gets his ass kicked. I wonder if it was land. the same motherfucker that she said wasn't real. <laughs> uh, it probably was. Yeah, mid-flight, it's got a new conspiracy theory. Hey, go! Yeah, there <laughs> it is. There it is. You see it? What? Holy shit! <laughs> what the hell? Look at him! 
He's been arrested after he allegedly opened a plane door while that plane was still in the air. The Asiana <laughs> Airlines plane was just about three minutes from landing. I'd be like, I'm going to need a drink, ma'am. opened. The plane did land at the airport. This was southeast of Seoul. Officials say 12 people... Hey, can I get a pillow on a Everybody in that motherfucker had cotton mouth. Do you see it? <laughs> 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 Y'all look like... Do you guys remember fucking... Uh, uh, fuck. What was the... What was the Arnold... Schwarzenegger on Mars movie. Oh, uh, Total Recall. Total Recall. Yeah. Remember, to, like when he's yeah, when, when he's, he's when dying. He, yeah. of no, like all of them just look like that. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody put a leaf blower in their mouths. Right. Just, Are we whipping his ass when we land? Oh my God! Are you, you talking imagine? about? Here's the Total. See if you can find that. Thing. Oh yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. there we go. Dude. There it is. We're one B, brother. Going, this is last time I'm flying first class. Yeah. <laughs> like, does it uh, did does it say in the article what what what, what possessed him to open the door? He was a lizard person. <laughs> it's probably late for his submarine, dude. <laughs> Crazy story. We now know why a man opened the door on an airplane that was as it was landing in South Korea. <laughs> I can't oh, take this again. Laughing. Dude, the scarf is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> got a scarf on. Like she's ready. Like a yeah. like convertible. Like just I just winds whipping through the cabin. The 33-year-old responsible told police that he felt suffocated. Suffocated. Felt suffocated. 33 years old. Suffocated. Oh, God, he would. He'd oh. feel suffocated when we got off. Yeah, because yeah, well, I choked him to death. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I finally gotten cut where I'm not nervous flying now. And Dude, <laughs> could you imagine that happening to on a flight? This is a possibility. Can we all Dude, have no a talk before we get lift off the ground? <clears throat> Nobody's going to open this fucking door. Can we all have an agreement before I lay my head down? Look, look at that comment. That's great. Not Dude. to make a lot of a situation, but he's in for a hard 10 years if he's that claustrophobic. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Nobody on that flight had ever flown Southwest before. They all whooped his ass. It kind of looked like Korea, Korean spirit airline. Yeah, dude. If anybody had ever been on a Southwest flight on that flight, they'd have been like, thank God TSA made me loosen these shoes up. <laughs> Did you see the guy, the co-owner of um, the co-owner of the submarine company, the one that's still with us? Yeah. Uh, he said his next venture is taking humans to Mars by I mean Venus by 2050. Oh, he's he's going to try to outdo Elon. <laughs> yeah, not Mars. We're going to he's Venus. He's talking out of Uranus as well. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all Pee Wee Herman died yesterday, you know? Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Bring the room down. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks God, for back to what me. you are talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're just having the time of our lives. You're I just like, wanted to bring Hey it. man, celebrity death. Yeah. Eat it. <laughs> Eat it. He's jerking off to the theater in the sky. Maybe. Here's that guy. Oh, that guy's dead. Oh, that's the dead guy? Yeah. Wait, are we sure that's the dead guy? <laughs> that guy looks like the guy who set everything up. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, that looks like the mastermind. He looks like the villain in a James Bond movie. Yeah. That's exactly what Stock that guy would like. Stock and Rush. Boy, that's a name, isn't it? 
you know, like if somebody's t- come to you and said, Hey, I know a guy named Stockton Rush, you know, there that you guy's an idiot. Wants people to live on Venus by 2050. You're going to send a thousand people on a, a floating, floating colony. colony. <laughs> hey, let me know how it goes. All I can say, let me know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch from down here. Who's going to trust that guy with at this point with anything that I wouldn't floats, run to Walmart dude. with that fucking guy, dude. I wouldn't. Take the word float out. How yeah. about that? Yeah, that doesn't sound That doesn't sound. See, he right. don't have a guy. He don't have somebody that's telling him the honest truth. He's got a bunch of yeah, yeah, I's around him. Yes, Because somebody like you just said, yeah. hey, bud. We're not going to go with anything go. floating. How about that? Here we go. He inherited money. Here we go. Humanity. Humanity. <laughs> he inherited money. He didn't money. make any. No. no, he was born with a silver spoon in his asshole. Argentine businessman. Okay. What's that say, Dustin? Humanity. Humanity could be shit. Humanity could be on the verge of a big breakthrough and not take advantage of it because we, as a species, are going to get oh. shut down and pushed back into the status quo. He should look. He's just got to make the floating colony. Able to withstand the sulfuric acid in Venus clouds. Yeah, this guy's don't want to trust that fucking maniac. No, no, no. <laughs> no, he's gonna have a hard time getting funding for anything after the. So don't worry, we learned our lesson. We're gonna pilot this one with an Oculus Rift. <laughs> <laughs> we learned our lesson. <laughs> no more Xbox controllers. We got rechargeable. Yeah. We got rechargeable batteries in this one, dude. You know what? It was you know, it was our fault. That we decided to use a used Sega Dreamcast controller. <laughs> <laughs> That's on us. There it is right there, yeah. the, that controller that they used. That's not the controller. It, it is. is. It's absolutely the controller. That is absolutely the controller. That's really? it. Yeah. That's what they yeah. manned that submarine with. That's the oh, controller. Logitech, baby. Yep. Oh, Logitech from Walmart. If, that, if, we, if you got oh, in. Oh, Logitech PS2 if, controller with some <laughs> fucking booby tassels on it. <laughs> if you're on the ship and you're getting in and, and that you, you see that laying there. And you ask them what it is, and they tell you that's to control it. Yeah. Are you back out immediately? Have you seen him? Uh, have you seen the video where he he takes a tour, like the dude Stockton Rush, like before they? Yeah, look how dude, big it is. I don't think the pro- I think the entire problem is they should have just <laughs> they left the controller cable at home. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't charge. Hey, it didn't in the video- charge. He needed the wired connection. <laughs> right. He lost Wi-Fi signal. Yeah, the the controller just reset, and you have to hardwire it back right. in to get it to reconnect, dude. Right. That's how them old controllers work. <laughs> right. Dude. Any gamer knows. Everybody <laughs> knows. In dude. that video, he tosses it around. He's like, it's able to withstand the banging, and he like throws it around, and he's like, <laughs> and it just shatters. <laughs> he throws it against the side of the. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that guy's a fucking uh, yeah. idiot. It just comes apart like a McDonald's <laughs> toy, dude. <laughs> we got backups, guys. We're good. We're hey, good. He, said, he said they had a backup. They were supposed to have two of them, that one and another look, one. So that way you could do two-player if you wanted to. Look, yeah. <laughs> but when you heard, like, yeah. when you heard first Mortal first, Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rukin. We're going to... Uh, look how big that thing is. And like, when you people. hear submarine, look at it, dude. It's five people. It's five people could fit in it. Did oh. you, it's got a bathroom. Did you see the bathroom? Yeah. He said that. The whole thing with I watched the controller. controller. Yeah, look, did you see that look, guy? That guy's reaction. Look, that guy's reaction is everything. That that tells you everything you need to know about getting in that submarine. How did nobody who got on this submarine see that? 
That should have been the safety <laughs> video right before you got on board the submarine. The, the problem is, is people trust people with money. They, they think because you have money that you're trustworthy. Well, it's not trustworthy. It's smart. They're like, oh, if they have money, they must be smart. Right. And it's like, nah. <laughs> not at all. They're Most of the time, they're stupid. Yeah, dude. Do you know how many NFL players can't read? A lot of them. <laughs> Lots of them. <laughs> as well as NBA players. They can't read either. They can beat the shit out of their wives, though. Dude, do you know who else can't read? <laughs> Is Olympic curlers, I bet. Yeah, yeah those guys are smart. What nah. No. Olympic curlers. <laughs> nah. Olympic curlers are a bunch of like stepdads who got like a criminal record super early on and then had to like marry like a woman they didn't love. So they had like an address to get those like state checks sent to kind of thing. You know, like we haven't been in love for a while, but Linda wrote me when I was in prison. I'll never leave her. You know what I mean? Like that's what all Olympic she curlers. Was when nobody that's else what was. every Olympic curler looks like. Dude. She's it's just up. the mustache, the trucker cap. Right. It's like, you know. She stood by me when nobody else would. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know she was 16, but by the time I got out, she was 27. So it was fine then, you know. Her profile on inmatedate.com said she was 18. <laughs> what is this you got pulled up, Dustin? In Quarryville, Pennsylvania. It's a quiet night in Amish country. Or is it? Oh, this is the, <laughs> this is the Amish dude. Is that a horse and buggy? Yeah. It's the Amish dude that fell asleep. <laughs> what? <laughs> They have blinkers on their horses. Yeah, buggy? they have to to put for them to be like they have that makes them legal for them to drive them on the road. Look at this Dude, those shit. Those aren't blinkers. Those are those red candles that you They just gotta light them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That hey, my man came out of the driveway hot. hot. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that. He's coming out hot. He's so, letting her uh, eat that. That, that looked like he had to take a shit. He had to get home quick. Nah, so, he, so, nah, he came out of that driveway like somebody just sent him. Like He just opened a letter and was like, somebody at the downtown square is about to finger your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> They just snuck off. They just snuck away. <laughs> Sarah and little Abraham just snuck away from the barn dance. <laughs> Do a little finger blasting at the town square. Shabadai's <laughs> got a digit in your daughter. You better get out there. It was too late. The letter got sent two days ago. <laughs> too late. Oh, Bartholomew's got a knuckle in your daughter. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> My head's hurt. In the town square. Does some cock block just like hand delivered it by a horseback? Look at this. Paul Revere style. Just like. Hey, yeah, let's see him come out again. I say, you got to get down there. Somebody's fingering Annabelle. (laughs) (laughs) Annabelle. Oh, shit. Rub Springer. Hey. <laughs> I'm no, coming, that, honey. No. Hey, you know what? Hey, Let's just on. recycle old TV sitcom lines. I'm coming, Elizabeth. I know, I know where this. I know where this is from. This is from Rumspringer. That's Rum Rumspringer. That's what the Amish kids do. Uh, Rumspringer. As he, so, Anna May's back. She's down at the town bridge. Titties out. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday. She said she wants to come back, but they won't let her back across without no shirt on. So he's like, I'm coming. He's got to change the clothes for her. <laughs> Cobra Mike, you ever been on a horse before? No. 
No? All right, thanks, Kobe well, Mike. Back to you, David. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> so, so, you ever fingered anybody in the town? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> okay. So the Amish, so... um. I know some of these guys down in Mississippi. Some of these you Amish, do people. I do, I, I do. I know a community of these of these guys and gals down in in uh, Pontotoc, Mississippi. <laughs> you know, I, you're not. You're lying. I you're swear. I swear up. to God, I do. I do. That's where he gets the soaps? No, they. <laughs> and I, that's where I get yeah. and butter. I get butter, soaps, and it's like, dude, I got. Candle. I bought six Adirondack chairs. Spent eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> And some of the best damn apple cinnamon butter you've ever put in your mouth. Oh, but I'm, and I'm, I had to buy and use all of the power tools for them, dude. But no, I do know a community of them in Pontotoc, Mississippi. And these these horses and these buggies, like they, they'll get drunk and they'll pass out. And these horses will just take them home in these buggies because the horses know where to go. I, we had a, oh, I thought you, for a minute, I thought you meant the horses would get drunk. And I was like, dude, that's what the fuck happened, dude. He's like, hey, I've got to run to town in the middle of the night. i got to go to the pharmacy, you know, like fucking Lil. Wilbur's been drinking. Yeah. Fucking Mary Sue's, run, Mary Sue's running a fever. i got to go get penicillin. For those of y'all just listening, the, the the horse and carriage comes out of a driveway just absolutely sideways, fucking fast and furious style. I should have we should have led with that. <laughs> They're only listening. They're probably wondering what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, uh, that's what YouTube's for. You got, any, yeah. you got anything? Fast else and the Furious, <laughs> Toby Drift, dude. <laughs> Toby <laughs> Drift. <Tobias> Drift. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. It looks like somebody finished shit in somebody's mouth. Oh, there you go. Yep, can't pick that up like that. There you go. <laughs> right in the old Duke shoe. I paid for less. Uh, I'm yeah. honest with you. I paid for less. Hold many... on, watch the kids in the back, dude. I wonder how many yen he paid for that. Oh, oh he's sniffing. Do you see? He sniffed. Yeah. That first go down, he took a sniff. <laughs> Cassia, you got a good would you rather this week? Oh yeah, what's your would you rather this week? <laughs> I thought, I thought you had Would you rather have a hamster sized dog or a dog sized hamster? That's stupid. Nah, that one's stupid. Well, I didn't, guys, I didn't write it. I just. Oh, I thought. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I thought he was on your website reading. <laughs> yeah, that's my blog. <laughs> your blog. What was the what? What was the one you were asking, uh, Big or Jay? What was that when you asked him something about a cake? Oh, uh, would you rather sit on a cake and eat a dick, or sit on a dick and eat a cake? Well, that's a tough one. <laughs> and we need your audit. Yeah, you why can't take... I have my cake and eat it too? <laughs> <laughs> we need your answer, and we need an explanation. Ooh, yeah. that, I. I that I'm gonna stick with my answer. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. Oh my god! Oh, see the guy that died. Ooh. There is a guy that fell off of it. Yeah, the French yeah. climber died. Yeah, like hanging on the side of it. Is that him? The guy that dies? Can you imagine working in your office? Oh well, then I don't want to watch this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this guy. That, no, this gives me anxiety yeah. through the fucking roof. They'll just dangle with one hand. 
Oh, these fucking dingbats. Yeah, hi- heights gets me. There's no, there's no chance I could do that. Heights? You're scared of heights? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, no yeah. chance. What about bungee jumping? Would you bungee no jump? No bungee jumping. Zero. Uh, uh. Scott I've done, yeah, some, I've done some zip lining. Zip lining. I've done zip lining. Have you done the one in Las Vegas? That one? No, not that one. I I want to do that one. The yeah. one down like Fremont Street. Yeah, that would be cool. It's I pretty got, fun. I got so drunk on my honeymoon that I sobered up midway through zip lining. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the floor. Not woke up, but I. It was one of those where I looked around. I'm like, what are we doing? Who'd you go on your honeymoon with, Bill Cosby? <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened was my wife yeah. booked a spa deal like our second day, and I was like, "How about you go to the spa, and I'm just gonna stay here at the swim up bar at the hotel." Yeah, that's a good. Call. And then when you're done, we're going ziplining, you know, and it's free drinks, and then everybody, you know, as y'all know me, I'm a friendly drunk. Yeah, and I met everybody there. It was so bad the next day. Random people at the resort were just yelling, Alabama! And I was like, <laughs> and they were like, who's that? And I'm like, I have no idea. I've never seen them in my life. <laughs> and then I went ziplining. Pull that back up, Dustin. Look at this guy climbing up this tower. This one right here. <clears throat> Dude, would you stop him or let him finish? What's that I'd, le- I'd definitely let him finish. Are they waiting at the top to arrest Isolate him? Isolate that audio. Yep. <laughs> I'd let him finish. I'd, I'd, let definitely, him, I'd let definitely let him finish. <clears throat> we got Casio the other night. I'm sending it to you right now, Dustin. No, they. Uh, Are oh, you showing me the cups? Yeah, I'm going. Oh, wait, well, wait till. Wait if you're not going to play by all the rules, y'all can just get everybody. You know what I mean? We do get everybody. Well, you didn't get me. I mean, he. What I'm saying is, he didn't play by the rules. No, it, he didn't. He absolutely <laughs> didn't understand the rules of the game. You'll understand what we're talking. So we have a game that we play. Called, real fun. It's called clapping cups, and so when we get to drinking, clapping cups. Before. If you if if you get to drinking and you get and you get and you have a cup in your hand, there's a good chance that it's going to get fucking slung. Annabelle's uh, getting her cups clapped. So, <laughs> so this was so this was after the Steel Panther show. This is Cassio and somebody who did not quite understand the rules. No, I mean, what are you you saying? He did it wrong. Yeah, yeah. you're supposed to slap it. You're supposed out of to slap hand. it. Watch he's this. Look at him trying to explain the rules. But he didn't slap it. He, didn't, he was very slow with it. It's like a slow motion video. I gave the motion. He went up. Yeah, so he didn't do that right. The way you're supposed to do it is clap it down or clap it up, but not yeah. pour it on him. Any pranks on the fully loaded fest? Uh, I was only there the one day, and I don't know about pranks, but uh, he did post like photos of it at least. I don't know if there's a video of it, but Bert was trying to cut a promo with these boozy popsicles, and then act like tried to deep throat it, like put his own hand on the back <laughs> of his head, and like went for it and <laughs> gagged himself. So I don't know if you would classify that as a prank or not, but I think people should know about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He's full uh, yeah. on like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think people should know about it. Did you did you do any of the crazy stuff that he had uh, like planned, like fighting with ninjas or rolling cigars? Or he's only on it one day, so no, yeah, no. I was just there for the one day. Um, I was there. He was doing the. Uh, they had just come back from like golf, so I was. I think I was there on like the chill day. Yeah. 
So they had gone golfing and stuff all day and then uh, came back and he had like the kiddie pool and like the slip and si- slide set up. So he did like the slip and slide for promos. And oh, oh. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that, there it is. <laughs> I don't know. Like if you zoom in, like the, his eyes are watered up. Like that's a real, like, whole, that's a real gag, dude. That's a, <laughs> that's a real gag. <laughs> he hit the reflex. Yeah. Like you have to. You some people pay good money for those kinds of photos. <laughs> what did he have his daughters doing on the tour? Or he just had one of them out. What was she doing? Is she like a production assistant or something? Uh, I'm maybe not being sure. his daughter. No yeah, yeah, hanging out. You know, hanging kind out. of family trip. Uh, they were both there. Oh, were they? Yeah, Georgia and Isla were both there. <laughs> What's yeah. like a moment in your career where you thought, not talent wise, uh, not doubting your talent, but. I feel like there's no, a feel lot of free. I do. I doubt. There's that. a lot. There's, <laughs> when you get comic world, you get plots where you're like, "What am I doing here? I'm not supposed to be here." Like, there's a place where you, you know where you like, you I look around and go, "That hasn't you know, Bert's here." Yeah, that and, hasn't and, stopped. Yeah, that's been kind of <laughs> that's been kind of pretty consistent feeling for quite a while now. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about my imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah, imposter syndrome. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what was, that's the name of it. When you yeah, feel I don't like pay a therapist $130 an hour to talk about this. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> No, it is a it is a pretty consistent like, I don't know. It's I'm finally getting to the point where like I'm adjusting to that being like more normal. Yeah. Like, but that's pretty, like, it... <laughs> dude, I was, uh, when I went to Fully Loaded, I had, like, the second conversation I've ever had with Nate Bargazzi. <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, this is, that's happening. Yeah. You know? And then I saw him, like, a week later at Zany's uh, on, like, uh, New Material Monday or one of the, the Zany's All-Star show. And he was like, oh, good to see you again, sir. And shook my hand. I was like, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> what third time's a charm? Yeah. <laughs> Who was your no, comedy idols getting in? Everybody, dude. Because the ADHD, I, I'm Just all over, the, all all over the map, dude. Like I, it started for me with my dad because I used to, uh, I'd ride in the truck with him a lot, and he had like one of those big ass fucking zipper like cassette case containers. Yeah. Um, eight tracks. He, not just regular no cassette, cassette tapes, but it was like Jeff Foxworthy albums, Bill Ingvill albums, Ron White, Larry the Cable Guy, Jerry Clower. So your yeah. dad was a big comedy fan. Too. Yeah, my dad was one of the like big like like redneck and like country comedy and like those guys. And then I just kind of like grew out from that. Like I found like Martin Lawrence and Comic <sighs> View and like. Dave Chappelle and Tosh and yeah, like all of those guys and yeah, I just kind of Christopher Titus, I loved Titus like his albums, dude, insane, so yeah. funny. Do you, is um, your, do you consider your humor dark, or did you have to cl- do you have to change your <laughs> change what you did for the fully lo- loaded or? Uh, yeah, I'd say it's I'd say it can get dark. Yeah. 
Yes. That's my favorite comedy. Yeah, that's my Yeah, because I don't, like, I don't, I never know where the line is, so I always end up, like, crossing it, but almost never by just a toe. It's normally (laughs) like, oh, he's he's gone a few steps older. (laughs) Like, somebody should probably call him back. (laughs) (laughs) He sees the line and crosses it like that Amish guy. (laughs) That's AJ crossing the line. (laughs) Exactly, dude. (laughs) 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 Sparks and three wheels. Oh, geez. Basically, dude. Because <laughs> the ADHD, it runs too fast for anything to get filtered by anything. So it's just like, oh, you thought it, and it's already out. We're just Rook doing it. it. Oh, there's you a new trick, David. So your comedy special, <laughs> where's it going to air? Uh, we don't know yet. We raised the money to film it ourselves, like through Kickstarter. Awesome. Um, yeah. Four years in, already got a special. Our recorded. special. Yeah, we raised between Kickstarter and then two sponsors, one sponsor, Dixon Flannel Company. We raised like $38,000 to film it ourselves. That's um, awesome. Did what's it, it in St. Pete. What's it called? Captain Autism. <laughs> That's yeah. a good title. Um, so we're in like the editing process now. Once it's all like edited and done, we're going to we're going to pitch it. We're going to try and sell it to Netflix and Yeah. If they don't want to do it, if I'm too autistic for them, then we'll just fucking... We'll you can bet that's what he's going to say. when they If they say no, he's going to be like, oh, what's your problem? With yeah. The, hey, man, use whatever tools you can. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. You get it up on that platform. <laughs> but, it, you know, saying, it's not... Get, a- how can you say no, dude? Forrest Gump is just a movie about one of us, and look at how many awards it won. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a loss, though, if it, if it ends up going to YouTube. Give me, my, give me my money and fucking take your Grammy or whatever. I don't know what you win for stand-up comedy. <laughs> I mean, you, Kanye's just, autistic and he's won a Grammy, so I'm assuming I can get one. Right. <laughs> They're just giving them out to autistic people. It's just, yeah, dude. It's, but it's not a loss if you end up putting it on YouTube. So many people do that and it ends up helping their ticket sales right. dramatically. Right. You know? And that's the thing. Like, I, having seen, like, uh, like some, like what the footage looks like, because we're going through, like, looking at all the edits from the different shows and stuff and seeing what, like, the color graded, like, footage and stuff looks like, like, it looks like so good and like i'm confident enough in the material that like okay if i have to put it out on youtube people are gonna like people are gonna look at it oh yeah Yeah. i mean and if they look at like it looks good they'll look at it and i know like the jokes are good enough that they'll stick around so i don't know and then start moving tickets for you that's the goal and you're touring all over the country right now or just i'm everywhere that will have me like this is my I did this stuff with Bird at the end of last year, and then starting like in January, like because before that I'd headlined like small clubs, like side rooms, stuff yeah. like that, like bar gigs, like don't tell comedy shows, stuff yeah. like that. And then this year was like the first time I really started like headlining clubs and getting like my own like one nighters in places. So I'm still going anywhere like places will have me taking like whatever deals are on the table because it's like i just gotta i'm just like establishing myself really yeah i mean that's a good thing about bert is he graduates all of his openers they start headlining dave's out dave's not doing any dates with him anymore right now either he's out doing headlining dates. I'm, i'm trying to get more dates with him after the first half of the year with all that stuff you know it was like oh we'll try and figure out something for like the second like half of the solo tour stuff yeah, the yeah. year. So hopefully some of that coming up on um, some of the tops off world tour stuff I'm on. So 
That's great, man. That's just going to open a lot of doors for you too. And 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 those his fans are different kind of comedy fans I've noticed than most people than most comedians fans. Uh if if you're on the bill with him, they'll go support you when you go headline that city back by. Yeah. I I think it's like I think it's his like approach to comedy and just like who he is like is like cuz Bert is the guy that like He's exactly the same way off stage as yeah. on stage, and yep. so like on stage, he's just coming and telling you about the shit that happened off stage. Right, right. He's bringing so, it to the mic. Yeah, so it's like it being at like like a Burt show, like like being a fan of his comedy is just like being a fan of like shooting the shit with your buddy. Yeah, it's storytelling. Right. So storytelling. when he brings comics with him, it's like, hey, let me introduce you to my other buddy. Yeah. And so it's like you, that goodwill like kind of just transfers over. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a very cool thing. And it's big rooms too. He's doing big numbers. So we'll yeah. look at his pole star numbers sometimes and be like, God damn, he's knocking down a lot of cheese. Yeah, he's doing yeah. he's doing, you know, bigger, bigger. That fully loaded tour is gonna be huge throughout the years. I, I yeah, I don't think he's trying to make money off of that right now. I think he's dumping it all back into the comics. Anybody I think so too. Yeah, I think well and Production if you stuff. if you look at like from where I got to see him when I was on tour with him last year, he had filmed Razzle Dazzle already mm-hmm. in Omaha. Yeah. And so I joined him after he had filmed that. So he was still doing that material and working out like new material for the next hour. So I saw him like of the five shows we did, I saw him do two hours on three of them. Yeah. Just wow. just go keep churning. like going for stuff, churning it out. And I think that's kind of what like fully loaded for him is. It's like, okay, I can spend the summer working out like new material and doing stuff like that, hanging out with my buddies, yeah. getting inspired, having fun, and then go back to touring and working on the new stuff. Yeah. And, you know? I'm jealous, of, man. I can't wait for the day where I could do something like that. I cannot wait. Keep waiting. No, I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to go throw my drums in a river, dude. I cannot wait to just do comedy. Aren't you doing it now? Well, I mean, I'm doing the shit side of it, you know, open mics. Well, you got to get there. You got to start somewhere, man. Yep. <clears throat> I put in my 10,000 hours playing drums. Now it's time to put in my 10,000 <laughs> hours doing comedy. You'll get there. Pull up your dates. Let's see, yeah. see what he's got coming yeah. up. I what is your website? Who who, who like came up with that whole ten thousand hours thing originally? I don't know, that? but it's somebody with ten thousand. I've heard, on the yeah, head. I've yeah. heard it over and over throughout my career. <laughs> but yeah, it takes ten thousand. I think I think if it takes ten thousand hours to master something, you probably should never have been doing that. <laughs> don't tell me that. Like if you were, if you had been good at it, it would not have taken ten thousand hours. Maybe it's <laughs> a thousand hours. Is it really? No, it's ten thousand. Is it? Yeah, okay. Saying it's ten thousand. Ten. How many hours, hours do you need to like fly time? Do you have to be a pilot? Oh, like I, to get a license. Um, it I don't ain't ten thousand. It's not it that ain't ten thousand. No. That's what I'm saying. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's supposed to be ten thousand to master something. Forty but That's pretty fucked up there though, if you think about it. Yeah. Then, because no, it takes ten thousand hours to master something, but only like a thousand yeah. hours to get your pilot's license. Yeah, fifteen hundred hours to be a transport pilot. <clears throat> fifteen hundred commercial pilot. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty. Well, you got to do that on top of Airline the fifteen hundred. So yeah. okay, but let's just call it. That's still under two thousand hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 To be a comedian, apparently, that's less you do than a, a of fifth of the way to master, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of you're just kind of half-assing it up here. Yeah, we'll get there. Much. We're learning as we go. Pretty much. So, what's your website? 
AJWilkerson.com. Oh, you got it. Very creative. There it is. Very yeah. creative website name. Right. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so we won't forget it. Can't believe How about Paul Paul, Michigan. What a great place that is. Paul Paul Brewing. Yeah. Have you been there before? Kalamazoo. Yeah. I uh dude, I've sold out before Detroit a couple of weeks ago, I'd sold out every show I've done in Michigan since I went there with Burt. Yeah. Super cool. Because I did Grand Rapids with Burt and then got booked to go back and do Dr. Grins in Grand Rapids and sold out two shows there. Get the hell out of here. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, All right, yeah. show's over. David just yeah, broke some shit. Nice. What just <laughs> happened? <laughs> girlfriend made a move on me, is what happened, dude. His girlfriend made a move on me. <laughs> girlfriend. Oh, Man, I don't know what happened over here. What if here, right then that damn dude, a dog suit, popped out? Of <laughs> <laughs> it was like, rough, rough, bitch. You mean, you mean that guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, it's a cat. But. So one last thing that I I was I guess I wanted to bring up earlier, but you're an army vet. Yes, I was an X-ray technician in the army. I was a '68 Papa. Yeah. Come on now. Yep. Yeah. So taking that's picture a- taking pictures of bones. <laughs> I like bones. David <laughs> takes pictures of bones in his spare time too. Yeah. Different kind uh, of bones. Different kinds of bones. Different kind of bones. bones. Different kinds yeah. of bones. Yep. Dog bones. His own bones. <laughs> His own boners. Bone. What? Boners. Yeah, boners. Are you selling merch yet? You fucking with merch. Why'd you ask that immediately after we were talking about pictures of boners? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. He's got merch up there. That's awesome. I was just yeah, I got some stuff. <laughs> he got a couple things. That's awesome. I like the skateboard stickers. Self-soothing. Oh, yeah. AJWilkerson.com is his website. Yes, ajwilkerson.com is the website. I got tickets. I got merch. Got a special coming out called Captain Autism. Yep. We hope to see it on Netflix. that'll be out by like November. Yep. Netflix, and we know you're watching this. You better buy it. Yeah, Yeah, if not, we're coming to your uh, front door. That's right. Thank you for coming in today, man. Thanks we really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, this was a good time. Yeah, we room full of fans, man. We Absolutely. fully loaded fast, and you smashed. Yeah, yeah. when I saw you at fully right. loaded, I, to- I told uh, Charlie, our fearless ringleader, I was like, man, we have to get him to come down and do the pod. He's hilarious, oh, and we yeah, like him. Yeah. <laughs> so, And we're going to mail you a pair of British Knights. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's go. Are you ready to flex some of these bad boys, son? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Dude, about Cobra Mike over there? Yeah. That honestly. Hmm? I don't know what to think about <laughs> Cobra Mike. Dude. That drip he's got yeah. going on. The Guns N' Roses yeah. vest, Crystal Gale shirt. Yeah. Like you've seduced every stepmom in in the trailer park. <laughs> like you gotta do what you gotta do, you know? <laughs> Do you really know karate or do you dress like that because your stepson's bigger than you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. Like as soon as you were karate. like that little motherfucker could lay me out because he ain't so little no more. You know, like, <laughs> You must miss like, I'm gonna dress karate. like this and oh, carry yeah. around a Bud Light can, but I'm never gonna open it. I'm gonna need the can full in case he comes at me to defend myself. So I can twist the T his ass. Yeah. Oh, shit. We do have footage of him. Uh, what, what'd your sign say? Free ass whoopings? Oh yeah, free ass whooping sign. I was right right out front in the road holding a free a- sign free said ass free ass whooping. We had a couple people stop, mainly a bunch of 
Horn uh, honkers. It was funny as <laughs> shit. Well, what if I had like stomped and like taken my pants down and like bent, been like spank me, Dad? Whip it. This would. Whip my ass. <laughs> this was a man. Whip, whip it real good. Like, I, think, I think we should try it. See what happens. Go over there. All right. That's what the that's what the couch is for, AJ. Now you know how we end that oh, no. <laughs> He sits down in the middle and he gets smacked. That's oh, the God. that's the casting couch. Yeah. After you've already been cast. Yeah. It's you guys specifically chose that one instead of like the b- traditional black casting couch because you're like, no, 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 this is a gray area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stains better for sure. You can get the cum stains off the bottom. It's not a pornography. Easier. We're paying oh, you yeah. for an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> this is foreplay. We talk to you for an hour and then get into the weird stuff. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, dude, thanks, man. I appreciate Thank you spending you your time with us, brother. This was fun. Make sure you rate, view, and subscribe to the podcast. We got to have comments on the YouTube. So if you're watching this right now, please give us your favorite. Autistic. Yeah. Who's your favorite autistic comedian? And we got to know it right now. Put it in the comments. Or your favorite autistic family member. Put a dog emoji if you made it this far. (laughs) (laughs) We know you're real. We'll see y'all next week. (laughs) 